1: Good morning, everybody. You're watching Mizzy Bender on Mornings with Mizzy, or you're listening to us on the Mizzy Bender Show, depending on what platform you are listening or watching on. I say us because I have amazing Jack from Triple X Playground with us. Hello, Jack.
2: Hey, how are you doing?
1: Very good. So he and I started a conversation maybe a month or two ago, and my gosh, we like discussed so many things for a couple hours and decided that we needed to create this little mini-series with us. Uh, so yeah. we have several topics that we're going to be going through over the next several weeks. But today is really about getting to know who he is, what his platform, what his businesses all are, and really get to have an understanding of his journey and why we are where we are today. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to hand it over to you and just just start spewing, man.
2: Okay, here we go. Well, thank you for having me, number one, and believing in me and my brand. I mean, the support and the love that you've shown me thus far, even before beginning the series, is uh, uncomparable. Um, I definitely find you as uh, a unique person, and I think that your show is amazing, and you're a amazing person Mm -hmm. so i feel very grateful to be on the show uh i would love to explain and just uh my myself and just so that people could get more familiar with me and my brand so thank you for this platform and so here we go so to present the game to the world as a swing game Mm -hmm. and now i end up holding the game in my hands i'm by myself and i'm like okay i'm a male i'm gonna put out a sex game for all intents and purposes, everyone's gonna be like, it's a sex game. Mm-hmm. And you're putting out a sex game, you're a guy, you're, you're a freaking pervert. Uh-huh. That's what you are. You know, I'm gonna get bashed, you know? And then I'm like, had I came out as a couple with a partner, then it would have been a super empowering, oh my God, they're so daring. Sort of kind of what you do. You know what I mean? And it would have the marketing aspect of it, I think, would have been that much more easier. Yeah. But I don't give up you know, and I said, you know what, this is my thing. This is my baby. And I'm going to put it out there. I don't care what people say about me, you know, I'm just going to go for it. And then I'm, I've am i met such great people around uh, uh, along the journey and the journey has just started like yourself, you know, who say, Hey, it doesn't even matter to me. Like, honestly, what you're doing is, you know, it's great. And I'm, and that is empowering. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel confident within myself as far as pushing the envelope you know and moving forward Mm -hmm. um so it's been an uphill battle as a man putting out a game and then i'm putting out an lgbtq game and i'm not you know bi or homosexual so then like what do you know what i do is i put a lot of research i use people that are real live events from real people and i create i put the work in yeah so you know you don't have to be you know uh into electric cars if you're an engineer you produce you, with a team you produce an electric car you can still be into you know cars with motors it yeah. doesn't matter so from a business perspective i'm just all in you know and i'm i'm passionate about really putting this game in the forefront and that's why i coined the phrase the best adult sex game ever and also the best adult communication tool ever because i strongly believe that this game has the power and all my games have the power to uh, take us back to the basics and re-educate us on how to communicate more effectively and just make people more confident and within themselves and say, Hey, this is what I'm into. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to try it because you should not ever deprive yourself or hinder yourself from what you're, what you like, because you're afraid you're going to offend your partner or anyone else for that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be confident within yourself of what you want, because that's really internally, what's going to keep you happy. Right. I- so I just think,
1: you know, it's it's interesting because it is really unfortunate that, you know, being, you know, single male within an alternative lifestyle automatically puts you into like this other category that frustrates mm-hmm. me to no end, right? Because there are so many amazing businessmen such as yourself that are very passionate about what they do. And it shouldn't matter whether you're partnered up or you're single, or whatever. At the end of the day, it should just matter that you have this drive. And you feel really good about this product that you put together. And when you talk about it, you hear your passion in it. Like those are the things that are important. So at the end of the day, whether you're gay, bisexual, straight, it don't fucking matter. You know that, no, that like my you know tone and things. Like we should all be able to be who we are and represent what we are and what we love without any judgment or bucketing or anything of the sort. So I'm really happy that you felt. Like, strong and bold enough that fuck that. And it doesn't matter what society says or anything of the sort. It's like, this is my baby. And it's like, I love this. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. And it, you shouldn't give up. Nobody should. I give mean, up. I,
2: I <laughs> use my product. I use my product. You know, I play my game all the time. And I, I never, no one has ever said, uh, oh, it's uh None mm-hmm. of that. I get, oh, my God. It, actually, I don't even get that. I, it's just a crazy session. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, how did you like the game? Oh, wow. It was crazy. But <laughs> a lot great. of people are like, I
0: love it. I yeah.
2: love it. I love it. And um, nothing but raving reviews, uh, a lot of requests for even more cards. And I'm like, yeah, the refill packs are coming, you know. Um, and then I thought, why print up the refill packs when you could just make them on the app?
0: Yeah. So right.
2: then I'm yeah. like, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But I've already have 25 refill packs. So the mind is crazy. You know, like there's eight that it comes with, but those are only those are only the tip of the iceberg of within those eight categories. You know what I mean? Like there's a robotics, which really uh, translates to like sex machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everyone has a sex machine, but I give you a test of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Just in God. case you're yeah. into that. Well, you know, hey, you know. Yeah. We, got that, uh, we
1: got, like, a Sawzall. I have really point out, what, we have all sorts of stuff. Yeah,
2: you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it, I love it. So, and then, like, the Toys Deluxe is kind of like, you know, dildos and vibrators and stuff like that. And I give them these catchy names, you know. Uh, The Voyeur Pack is not in there. See, the Voyeur Pack is just for someone that would want to watch, you know what I mean? Which is kind of cool, actually. The Exhibitionist Pack, you know. There's these packs that, I couldn't put everything in there. Originally the game had 400 cards and people thought you're crazy. You're giving way too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I took half of them out and I said, you know what, I'm going to make them into refill packs and it's a great way to monetize upsells.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I
2: mean? You got
1: to think long-term your brand has to keep going and growing and, you know, doing its thing and make sure that there's, you know, always a new Mm -hmm. innovative thing that's coming along to kind of just, just change it a wee bit and keep things exciting
2: yeah uh, there's also a felt bag uh that i'm about to manufacture so it's like the little felt bag that holds the game pieces but the size of the game you know Uh, so uh, you wouldn't believe this but this i i couldn't believe it i have one around here i wish maybe i'll show it to you the next time i gotta find it's a mess in here but the felt bag i only have one right now when you put the felt bag in the game It makes the game look that much more prestigious, expensive, mysterious. It just takes it to the next level. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, this little felt bag makes the game look richer. Yeah. Even it already looks that way. You know, Uh, with the hieroglyphics on the case that you, if you move it around, the silhouettes, it's it's supposed to simulate like hieroglyphics, like like it's a lost treasure, like it's Pandora's box. You know what I mean? So.
1: Yeah, and Which those was games, thing. I love that about the game because not only did you think concept-wise for like the actual play of it, but you are super passionate about the quality and what it looks like, you know. Mm-hmm. Not that, I, you know, I mean, like the stuff that I bring into the boutique, you know, I'm always very choiceful on like my cups and different things because you want to make sure you're giving out the, you know, the best quality that you possibly can and when i hear you talk about it and, and all the little things it might be hard to see with uh, my lighting and everything but you can see like if i no, put, no. do it just the right way where yeah. you know all the little pieces are there or all the little um sex objects. Words. So, yeah. i you gonna call them sex objects are there so, <laughs> but, so, i'm sorry yeah, yeah. um but no like when i was explaining to somebody i'm like you know it reminds me of one of the Monopoly games where you know you're going to have that game forever because it's more of like a collector's box you know yeah that's the limited edition
2: yeah I, I purposely made it look like a limited edition type of a game
1: limited edition um, yeah. yeah
2: because if I would have made it cardboard I could have sold the game for peanuts right and yeah I could sell volume that way but now my competitive threat is every single game on the market, regardless to it having beneficial factors or not. Mm-hmm. It has to aesthetically stand above the rim, above the rest, so that th- we have a starting point of an argument here. Like, okay, listen, this is why it caused. Co- this is why my MSRP is what it is. And mind you, I sold over 800 units at 169, mm-hmm. and that was my MSRP originally. And I strongly believe that's what it should be priced at. Just because there's nothing else out there, I can tr- price whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But I did a lot of testing, and right now, currently, the game is at $99. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a great price for a game. The average, a good toy, an average toy is 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a toy. It, it's, it's barely a communication tool. It's going to help one person. It may help you in a session with your couple, but it's yeah. not going to give you these beneficial factors oh, yeah. for about the same price.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: One session at a therapy session is about $175 for 45 minutes and that's a uh, first session and then you've got a six-month to a two-year plan with them. Right. You spend thousands of dollars to get the results that you can get with a game mm-hmm. for one for, for 99 bucks right now. So, you know what I mean? I think that honestly, I know that it's an extreme comparison, but the game does have beneficial factors. The game is a communication tool. And if you are going a couple's therapy or any kind of sexual therapy, you're going there because you want answers. Mm-hmm. This game gives you answers. Yeah. So that's the point.
1: Yeah. And
2: so that's the play on it. Um,
1: and the holidays are coming up and you want to get your partner a really great gift. You want to get them something that you can do together that's going to be, you know you're gonna have forever so investing in something of quality for you to be able to take it out all the time I mean is pretty great
2: some people keep it on the coffee table all the time and I, I'm like really I do too but you know
1: it's my <laughs>
2: game right I might be biased but I met a couple um a day or so ago at the convention that I just came from the why not and uh they were a swing couple from Colorado and when I showed them the game, they were like, we need this game. We need this game. And I gave them the game and uh, they put it on their group chat and Facebook and they have like, it's a small one. It's only 30 couples, but everyone went crazy for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then they're like, oh no, we're going to do a review instantly. A few weeks later and six months later, you know, the, you know, if we still use the game, like we're going to be completely honest, but we love this. We love, we went through the cars and hit next day, hit me up. I went through all 200 cars. This is amazing. I love it. And I'm like, that makes me feel, cause you know, it's real. It's yeah. not fluff, right? It just makes me feel like it's all worth the struggle. Oh yeah. Completely yeah. worth the struggle, you know? And, uh, you know, like, like you said, I'm not a swinger per se, now <laughs> at the moment but you know what i'm i'm i don't judge and right. i'm completely an open person to everything and i just i just love the industry i love the people and um i'm learning so much man i am I'm, I love to learn so every day is something new and it helps me conceptualize you know where i was thinking the next thing i was going to create was a service aside from the app mm-hmm. i'm like okay i'm creating a platform i'm going against the big companies and then i I had like a humbling moment at the seminar and it was like, why would you want to compete? Do you have hundreds of millions of dollars to compete against them? Right. You don't compete with your games. And I thought about it. I'm like, Jesus, I didn't think it through. And they were like, why don't you just create the plugin mm-hmm. and license it to all of them?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now you work with them and you make a killing on them.
1: Oh yeah.
2: So Ooh, I'm a making,
1: better idea.
2: I'm making the plugin for all the, all the cam girl sites so they can, instead of playing battle come, which is battleship, they can play TXP.
1: You know, it's so, and I'm so happy that you're saying this because when you were talking about the the convention or conference that you had just gone to, and yeah. it was more about the cam girls, you know, I mean, I, I don't do cam work like that. I've never been mm-hmm. one to do like a visual sexual thing. But mm-hmm. when you started to talk about that, I was like, you know. This would be so great for them to be able to use, you know, because sometimes it's difficult to figure out how you get those sessions started and like what, you know, the, uh, what the visitor is allowed to do and things like this. This is very clear cut, you know, here are the rules, here are the boundaries, you know, this is what I'm willing to, you know what I mean? Very, it's awesome.
2: But here's the kicker. One of their, one, one of their biggest concerns is how do we keep our customers logged on online in our session? as long as possible mm. because and a lot of these especially the younger girls uh the the fresher girls the girls that just started you know yeah. they don't they're not they're green behind the ears right so they'll start a session and they already they have a butt plug on in already yeah. like you just gave it away so what do you, where do you go from there mm-hmm. so they don't know understand uh the lucrative side of the art of seduction Well, they also
1: don't understand business either. You know, it's really difficult. I I don't mean that disrespectfully, but... No, 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 not at all. ...is, is, you know, everybody and their mother opened up an OnlyFans, right? Right. That's great. Okay, you could put your vagina on there all you want, but how are you promoting that? Where are you... How are you doing it where you can successfully put it on a platform where you're not going to get in trouble? You know, it's things like that where people think that it's so easy to do these things, but it's not. And it really is if you're going to be you know, a sex worker, it is business. And you need to take mm-hmm. yourself out of the sexual mindset for a moment and think business. Like you're saying, like, how are you going to keep them on there? How are you going to edge yourself to keep mm-hmm. them going, you know, for that? And this is the perfect way to do it.
2: But you know what? This is the craziest thing. So I'll tell you another major concern that I saw all the cam girls had, the the ones who got rich from it and the ones who were trying to make some kind of money off of it, right? <laughs> Uh, So, an average cam girl makes about seven to eight thousand a month. Average. That's nothing. You know, one girl that was on the panel made 40 million this year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So,
0: imagine that. That's
2: a lot of money. Mm. So, she was giving a lot of advice. And one thing that I learned uh, there's a lot of mental health issues going on as far as like PTSD that they get from these sessions. These guys are stalkers. You know, a lot of guys are weird, Mm -hmm. you know, they, and the girls, because they're they're so desperate to make a dollar, they feed into the, we should link up or, you know, here's my number Uh or, you know, because they're trying to get them to spend tokens, you know, and they're trying to become friends with them, but they don't know how to set clear lines, boundaries, if you will, um, where they will not cross that line and, and protect themselves you know because they're really by themselves and you know it's like and then some of them get uh, moderators and the moderators get jealous and they don't want the other guys to they mute it. it's just a lot of nonsense there's a lot of immaturity too and a lot of just people taking control control entitlement issues and control issues going on that i was noticing and i'm like wow so the problem is they don't know how to keep these sessions going on for a, an extensive amount of time where they can milk the customer let's just be honest okay is what it is
1: that's what you're doing as a sex worker. well so i'm like Fine. if
2: you play my game you're gonna be in a session for that much longer because first of all it's to the point mm-hmm. and to get to the game first you have dialogue so if you seduce you talk i'm helping these companies make more money mm-hmm. by creating this plugin for them yeah it's a plus for them and the games that they have today they're like you know donkey kong battleship they're It it, it takes you away from the purpose of the session. It it, kind of doesn't make sense, but it's working just because that's all they have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you don't eat hot dogs, but that's all you have. You're going to eat hot dogs. You got to survive, right? So it's kind of that mentality when they're on there. They're like, I want to see this girl do X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to do whatever she wants. But she's like, I'm playing battleship. Like, Jesus Christ, how do I get into what I'm doing? Right Now, here's a product. Here's a service that actually gets you in the mood, but is played in a seductive manner, which is prolonging. And since it's an edging game, it it puts a limit on the customer and what they want you to do because the game, everything's played for one minute. Mm -hmm. So he can't say, keep going. He could, but you got to pay for that. Now you're making more money because the game only lets you do it for one minute. So that in itself, milks the customer even more so Mm -hmm. so i think that this when i really think it through and really set the proposal up for them once i finish developing this i believe that it's a no-brainer you know it's a no-brainer why they would not want to add this api key you know plugin if you will and incorporate it as a licensing deal Mm -hmm. where i still retain it and if somebody wants it exclusively then they gotta pay how they weigh, you know? And these people have money. So I think it's a super, super uh, great idea. And I have the intellectual properties. It's my game. I created it. And it's only one of the many that I have. So, you know, it, it sky's the limit of where that's going. It
1: really is because there's so many avenues that you can go. Like, you know, listen, yeah. the average vanilla person would still want the game. Alternative yeah. lifestyle would still want the game. Like everybody yeah. out there, there's not one you know, area where you have to just, you know, primarily promote to. And that's what makes this so great. You know, you're super mainstream. It's, it could be anything or anywhere, you know, it's just a matter of not being fearful and going after all of those avenues. That is the important thing about it. You know. So
2: imagine this. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
1: No, I was just just like, imagine like there's like resorts and I mean, there's all sorts of different things that you can, you know, think about and get, it's just sky is the limit like you said and it's just really it's fun to really be innovative and think think big i love that yeah
2: from a marketing perspective as far as the actual hardware the actual physical analog game that you have in your hands that that game itself you know yeah that's great marketing ideas uh but setting an msrp is very difficult in a world where you know retailers only pay wholesale and distributors take 30 percent of your distribution if not more yeah. so you're left with crumbs mm-hmm. right so how do you change the narrative i, uh, I and I've, i'm i'm pretty witty so i'm i've been thinking about things and coming up with some stuff and i realized that you know what hold back from the distribution you know gain more brand awareness so that I can set my MSRP and it's respected uh, to the point where the retailers are going to come to me okay. and they're going to say we need your game. So now, if the if the plugin is on, a, and I'm just giving you a scenario, right? It's a hypothetical. If if the uh, plugin is now on uh, a Shatterbait and you know, flirt, strip, flirt, whatever these sites are called, right? I don't even know the names so yeah, too well, it. but yeah, because I don't do that stuff, but I'm I'm completely for them i just it's not my yes, thing yeah, i don't yeah. i don't pay for that but uh but it, say the the app is there and everything is working now the game, the game itself you know if it's a limited game i create scarcity now i can set the msrp for whatever i want it to be mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying now the the price of the game went up because if you want the physical game for the famous app that's on all these sites that you're on and you want to bring this game home it's going to cost you, you know, because it's cost me to make it, you know, it's not cheap right. to make. Oh, right. And yeah. also from the music industry and just having, you know, the ties that I have, which I have some pretty good ties and I'm talking to some big people. If I get a, a celebrity uh, industry celebrity attached to the game, forget about what the price is. Yeah. It's over. It's completely over after that, you know? So these are the things that I'm working on. You know, I like to think outside the box. And like I said, I don't set limits on myself. I really believe I can do it. And I always do what I say. So I believe it's going to happen. And I'm working diligently on it. But I'm taking baby steps. Like, I'm communicating with people. But um, I'm also going to all the trade shows. I just started the trade show thing. And I, I, I gained an incredible amount of knowledge thus far just from two trade shows that I've been to. And I just can't wait for the next one. And I, I hope to see you in New Jersey.
1: Oh, that would um, be so great.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest one of ex- yes. Exotica, right?
1: Yes. New Jersey is the biggest show. Yeah. And yeah. from what I understand, it is going to be the biggest of the Exoticas this year. Yeah, Last this year, year. Everybody was kind of still kind of getting their feet wet back from COVID and everything. So I'm really happy to hear that, like, it's balls to the walls. And you yeah.
2: Know, yeah, so am I. So am yeah.
1: I. It's so I interesting because. Also not to cut you off, but with the Exotica thing, you know, some, you know, for me personally, with like my brand, I have several different ways that I can you know promote myself or present myself at Exotica and I really did for a minute think like am I going to get a booth there but then it's like all right the booth is like $2,500 you know you gotta you know am I bringing all the boutique there am I signing autographs like what the fuck am I doing right so I'm like do I want to put the dollars in no I'd rather just you know make myself a Mizzy Bender shirt with like my social media on it and walk the show like I always do and just you know promote I find that you get the best value when you just like authentically just be who you are and just network. So I can see where you would get so much more visibility or connections or networking, however you want to say it, from doing what you've been doing, because you have more of an opportunity to be more personable versus having to stay in your little area and only being able to talk to those select people that potentially are going to stop at your booth. No, you could go and fucking talk to anybody you want to. (laughs)
2: So I want to chime in on that. So, uh, you know, I'm a startup company and I never did a trade show, right? I'm taking it back five months ago, six months ago, whatever. And so COVID hits, right? So all the trade shows that I was planning on doing when we had a huge budget, you know what I'm saying, didn't happen because there were no trade shows. Everything got canceled. The last one that we were about to do, which I was nominated for uh, Best Adult Sex Game of the Year, was X-Biz Amni. That's
1: amazing.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, by the way, that happened. <laughs>
1: that, you never said that before.
2: Well, we didn't win.
1: Yeah, but, who but... Cares? the nomination is fucking phenomenal with x That's fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah, so that happened. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. That's so huge. check this out. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That should be in
1: all your fucking marketing shit. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So, so check this out. So I went to Miami to ex- uh, Exotica, and I didn't know what I was going to see. But i didn't have a booth mm-hmm. and i was actually going to meet uh my good friend you know mike ramos from asn lifestyle magazine who had just given me a write-up you know four thousand words you know nine page article i'm like nine pages
1: which this is, is where a- like i learned a lot of the backstory because i read the article yeah. and i was like oh my god this is so compelling and intriguing and you know it was thank you, you had various ways of connections but once i yeah, you know, I feel bad, but like once I saw the ultimate, you know, that, and then you had reached out email and there was like, David had reached out. I'm like, oh my God, there's like all these signs that we should be just talking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, what I want to mention, I want to really add on to what you said about, you know, circling the, uh, the arena, if you will, the conference, as opposed to being stagnant in one location. So the, the example that I use, uh, to compare it, the comparison rather is a uh, brick and mortar versus the internet. Mm-hmm. So in brick and mortar, you're in one place and your, your target audience is your circumference of a five mile, five mile radius, more or less. Those are the people that are going to come into your store. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody else that's you're shooting for the sky and you don't know what's going to happen, but with the internet, you know, the world's your oyster. Mm-hmm. It's just how you market it. And it's kind of the same thing. So, I didn't have a booth. I didn't even know who Mike was. I never met Mike. I didn't know what he looked like. I saw a picture of him. So I said, okay, that's what his face looks like. But I don't know what he looks like as far as stature. Mm-hmm. So the first day that I got there, I walked the entire place. And I'm a pretty confident person. So I was just there by myself doing my thing, wearing a triple X playground. Like you said, mm-hmm. promoting myself, being super friendly, taking pictures with people. But I didn't know who anyone was. And... I text Mike about one in the morning. I said, hey, dude, I didn't find you. I'm going to sleep. Ah, I'm in the lobby. Meet me right now. So there was no reception. So I met him. And forget about it. It was crazy. After that, he was like, he introduced me to David. And then I just walked around. And David introduced me to so many people. And I got so much out of walking around. And then a friend of ours, who became a friend of mine at that time, uh, he uh, he had a booth but he's an adult performer. So he had no time to be in the booth. He had no one managing it, the booth was empty. So I'm like, Jesus, that's such a waste of money. And then I'm not saying that booths are a waste of money. In a perfect world, you get a booth, you set it up and you have your information station. But you should also have it being ran by a staff of knowledgeable people so that you can walk around being the principal person who understands your vision the most and push that passion to the masses yeah I'd still still walk around and that's my advice
0: strongly it, so that's that what a very I very really good
1: composition do. i am just very closed off with my business and i i feel like i need to do everything on my own
0: mm-hmm. oh
2: that's it's fine good. it's not good i mean we you're not doing everything on your own right now we're no. talking no, wait, it's wait.
1: true but like in that yeah. aspect of things i would feel bad like being like oh man this booth court," but that's my mentality is just not there because I think I'm still super small business-minded and want to be in such control that I would be afraid to give up control, which is ridiculous to say because right. I'm sure that's not true. Do
2: you think that's it? I, that's not what I get from you. I think it's more of a, you're very selective with who you trust.
1: Yes, and exactly. And
2: you take your brand serious. It's, yeah. it, it, your brand has integrity. So you don't want to make those mistakes where they're public. Yeah. where you hire the wrong person and they represent you in a way that you're just like no
1: yes because
2: yeah. I had to fire yes. somebody yeah. in in my earlier stages I went to do uh, uh I went to a swing event in Palm Springs uh about a year or so ago and I went to uh represent my brand there and the person who kind of set it all up and hooked me up was someone who I' met and had done photography me photography for me and it was cool enough. Mm -hmm. you know and i was like okay strikes me a little bit bugged out but you know what whatever it's i'm not gonna take the person let's go do this so i go do it i set up and he got drunk and then he started saying silly things and he kept repeating it and it became monotonous i mean obnoxious and monotonous i was like this is i can't do this like Mm -hmm. i'm a serious person i don't play with my brand like that right and so i was I removed myself from the equation because I got tired the next day he was salty and cause I disappeared. I'm like, I went to sleep, but then he didn't speak to me for the whole time. He was supposed to help me. So I said, I was on my own. And I said, okay, I get it. No problem. So when it was all said and done, I tried to move forward with a business venture and it couldn't happen because he was the person who introduced it. And the person was like, it's unethical for me to move on with you when it came from X, Y, and Z from X, And you don't want to do business with X. I said I can't have X representing my brand if he's going to show up, drink past his capacity, and then act like a buffoon.
1: Right? Simple. Like I can't have that. No. See, like I'm glad that you. I I want to clarify because I should say. The way that you said it is exactly right. Cause like when we go to our events and like I'm vending or whatever, we I do have my good friends, Holly and Jim. And like, if I need, if like I am going off and doing something, like they will man the boutique and they'll, they'll manage it and they'll run their sales. And I trust them completely a hundred percent. But like, I'm not hiring them to go like work you know, because they're my friends, you know, but I trust them dearly. So, yes, right. it does come down to, like, a trusting and making sure that them that whomever is going to do it is going to represent the, ba- the brand the exact way that you would want to do it. And that makes me nervous.
2: I mean, but as as an entrepreneur of a, of a micro company, because you're, you're your own employee, like me, right? You're HR. Yeah. You know, you have to do HR. And, you know, you have to be very, very critical about that yeah. because they're representing you yeah. they're an extension of you um I can't tell you how disappointed I was at this event that I went to where the biggest company there had someone representing them that was really really rude and disrespectful oh, that I was yeah. like what I-, I walked away like actually correction I was explain answering a question and that person just walked away from me and I was like this has never happened to me in my life I was like oh my god and I was just it took a lot for me to smile and just say okay and right. I sucked it up and walked away but I found it to be extremely rude because your company is going to license my app mm-hmm. and you just don't even know that yet right and then your your foot is going to fit very well in your mouth you know what I mean yeah. like honestly like that's what's going to happen and that's I don't need to do anything to get that person back, other than to succeed.
0: Right.
2: You know what I mean. But I, I just couldn't appreciate that because I'm like, man, I'm here putting it all on the line, man. I'm, I'm just so transparent with it. Like I don't see why anyone would do that. You know what I mean. And I'm super respectful and courteous to everybody, and I, I'm very professional. I don't flirt with anybody. I, that's not my thing. You know what I mean. I'm here to promote my brand and keep it. You know professional you know at all times
1: i do appreciate that of you because a lot of times when i do have conversations with men in the industry there's always this backhanded flirtation or they think that like now because we're doing something together like i'm going to be their play partners and i'm like whoa like we're strictly on a business level here like i don't Mm -hmm. know why we're talking anything sexual or anything so i have always appreciated that you've never you know have even made any kind of comment like there hasn't even been any kind of remark or anything and I, re- no. I really respect that of you
2: no you're welcome but no I respect you as a woman as you know an entrepreneur and just as a person who has the guts to do what you do you know what I mean so I would never cross that line like that. that's not my thing you I know think, what yeah, I mean you know, I look forward doing. to going out there at some point and meeting you and attending one of your events and things like that and meeting Spencer and is it okay to mention Spencer? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. I would love to meet him. I look forward to meeting him and things like that. So yeah, no, you know, I just think that you and I have a chemistry mm-hmm. on a on, on a professional level that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we're both water signs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, like, right. I, yeah, we get along. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I I get it. Um, that's why we're so liberal with our sexuality and speaking about it, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I, that makes for gr- great chemistry. So. Yeah. I, that's that's what it is and like I said I'm I'm super super grateful for the fact that you believe in me as much as I believe in me and that says a lot yeah. because we've never even met in person like this is how we've yeah. communicated mm-hmm. you know and it's just it's real it's organic yeah. you know um yeah some people have you said yo you really need to take him serious or you know and they've told me the same thing oh she's yeah that's cool Mm-hmm. But you know that happens all the time in business, and some people don't don't bite at the bait, you know, mm-hmm. or, or they don't see it. They don't see it. So here, it, it's different. It, yeah, that it, 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 it. There's a synergy. It makes sense.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, last time we spoke, it was almost six hours.
1: Yeah, I know. And you're like, wait a minute, you z- you booked the Zoom? <laughs> no, my headphones ah. died. Remember, yeah, I I mean, know, the headphones yeah.
2: died. I gotta go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we did talk and it was so great but it just showed how how organic and how the chemistry did just flow and and it was just like yeah. a natural fit for you know both it really was. Yeah. stuff like that so what else yeah. is there anything else that you would want to share about the game or anything more about your overall umbrella of stuff or
2: yeah sure i mean all right so i think we kind of covered the game um and you know i i could i could speak on the aesthetics uh um, me personally, I like nice things, you know, and I, I wouldn't want anyone to buy anything for me. That was something I wouldn't buy myself. So I don't tend to buy cardboard. You know, I wanted to buy something that looked nice that I could, you know, show off that I could pull out and be impressive, you know, super impressive. So I made it that way. Um, it took a lot. It, it There was f- at least five years in designing you know the game, the box, the game pieces, and everything. At least five years in designing that, um, and 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 this is the sequential games as well, because they're all designed. Everything's ready for manufacturing. Um, so that being said, you know this is not a gag. You know it's not a gimmick. This is a true communication tool that will really help you and help your life. And, and I really, uh, I'll give a full money back guarantee. If you don't like the game, I'll give you your money back. You know, you keep the game. That's how serious I am about it. Um, If I would have been thinking, oh, look, a quick come up in in business, then it would have been cardboard. Mm -hmm. And I could have sold it for 20 bucks, 30 bucks. But that just defeats the purpose of who I am. So just try to understand that, why it's priced at 100 bucks. And uh, I promise you, you'll get all the bang for your buck that you would have won. Yeah. as far as the game is concerned as far as other products uh i have so many games down the pipeline like i said my goal and this is a new goal uh that i set is to be recognized as the king of game i know it sounds cliche but i like to use little you know ebonics and urban you know paraphrases so that i could just keep to yeah, my it's roots in your you box.
1: know it's in your yeah, yeah
2: but uh yeah i just think that uh honestly uh this being a rendition of a a shoots and ladders, if you will. Um, It was one of my favorite games as a child. So I kind of always remembered it. And, and so I took it and I flipped it and I've done that for several games, but I try to use the more basic games because I think keeping things basic in communication is what really brings it back to the essence, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's why I don't want to make it like a, a complicated game where, like a battleship, that's complicated, you know, or a life. It's too much going on in life. Yeah. You know, that's like a saga, you know? <laughs> so, so you know, it takes days to play that game. Like, no, that's too much. And And so I'll take something that was maybe not your favorite. Maybe you hated the game, but you know what? When I finish with it, when I remix it, you're going to love it mm-hmm. because it's not that game anymore. It is now an incredible, empowering communication tool because it is an empowering tool as well. Um, it's liberating too. It helps both male and female, transgender anyone, to really feel empowered because they no longer have to be afraid of being judged, criticized, or feeling awkward for what they're into or what they desire, what their fantasies are, or their desires are. It just makes no sense to me. So uh, that's what I worked on the most with the games. Um, And I have a full line of other games coming out, which I... I guess we'll talk about those games later on because I want to stay in the triple X Playground. Yeah, because we um, have some
1: topics coming up along the way within our mini-series that will be able to connect back to those games and what the Mm. importance importance of them are, which actually really will also be united with community-submitted questions that I've received. So it's kind of like a uh, full-on thing. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So just so everyone knows mizzy is the program director here she is freaking awesome sent me an email she said this is six weeks this is what we're talking about i didn't have to do anything but just log on Mm -hmm. and just talk and one thing about me if you know me i can't shut up so this is perfect because she is so so awesome with that that i'm like oh my god this is perfect um but yeah so regarding triple x playground so our flagship product which is the heterosexual uh, first game that we have out right now and the two consecutive games that are coming, the sequential games rather, um, which is, uh, the LGBTQ, the first LB LGBTQ game, uh, on the market. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, it's probably, will probably be our bestseller. I, it's my prediction. Mm-hmm. And then the limited edition BDS and M game, uh, the packaging will also be very similar. Just that one will be slightly different. um, but i don't want to give it away it's a surprise but when you guys see it you're gonna love it other uh, other things that are under the umbrella of triple x playground uh as i mentioned the plugin that i'm working on the app that's coming for the game which makes it universal uh 14 language translator built into it then we also have uh the podcast that is coming which is triple x radio uh i know it says triple x radio and it's a podcast but I don't care. That's what I want to call it. That.
1: You can call it whenever the fuck you want. Yeah,
2: exactly. So it's called Triple X Radio. And um, I look forward to launching that for the new year. And this is a perfect segue for people to get familiar with me and tune in and uh, and see what I have to offer. We'll be talking about fantasies, uh, desires, relationships, relationship advice, toy testing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. All sex uh, and everything that... Comes with it all, sexuality preferences and everything. And I will have in in guests, and it, and a lot of it will be also um, in video chat. So look forward to the uh, you guys look into that. And then uh, also we have the X line, the apparel. Mm-hmm. So if we can talk about that somewhat, uh, I can tell you how that happened because
1: yes, yeah. that that
2: was kind of like um, out of nowhere. Yeah. So to be completely honest, my partner told me he uh my business partner that is <laughs> he said to me uh i think you should create a line of clothing and i'm like apparel is too competitive i don't want to get in that market like now i'm competing and my competitive thread is ridiculous like he's like no nah, but yo yo you're crazy at designing you should design something i said well we need swag so i should design some swag so, like the shirt you have on that's my initial design. That's my swag
0: it's a little right, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, oh, it looks great on you. It looks really good on you, and so, I wasn't sure it was gonna fit because that was a a larger size. I didn't have the smaller ones anymore, but it fit my movies are a little
1: bit you know out of proportion for my body, so it works,
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, no, it looks it looks great so um, so, yeah, so, uh, I created the swag and and then he's like, man you should create an entire line as a backup plan. And I'm like, now you want me to create the X line. And that if anyone who knows me, I'm like really good at creating names mm-hmm. for brands and slogans. I don't know how it comes. It just does. So I was like, in conversation, I said, now you want me to create the X line?
0: Mm-hmm. Because when
2: I see Triple X Playground, it's the X that stands out oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, it's the X line. You know, and then he's like, yeah, create the X line. So since we're in the mindset of Triple X Playground, I created all the X line with saying Triple X Playground on it. Right. And then he's like, dude, now you got to create the X line without Triple X so that it can stand alone. We can be in Dicks and Models and Target and Marshalls. And I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? I didn't think of it. So I did create the entire X line. I just haven't put it up yet. Um, it's, it's ready on standby. And that's for both male and female. Um, and it's active wear. Um, so it's for the, the athlete enthusiast and for the inspiring athlete within, you know, it's extreme wear. it's very, very comfortable to wear at the gym and it's very, um, durable. And so I worked on that and, uh, I haven't put up the X-Line yet, but uh, what I did put is the the X Playground version of the X-Line. Mm-hmm. So everything that I created for X-Line, I also created for Triple X Playground because that's the brand I'm working on right now. So I like to compartmentalize things. I'm super OCD. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing right now. And uh, a good friend of mine, Zab Judah, who I mentioned before, six-time welterweight champion, um, he said to me, why don't you do the ring girls? At my events, at my fights. And I'm like, whatever. What does my line have to do with ring girls? So I'm like, all right, no problem. So I did the ring girls, first fight, and I stole the show. Mm -hmm. Really, the girls stole the show. They were smoking hot, and they were wearing... And and none of my clothes are, like, um, offensive in, like, an over-risque way. They're very sexy, but they're very... uh, They're classy. They're
1: flattering. They're
0: very flattering. They're flattering. They're
2: very flattering. So, but some of these girls are are proportionate differently. You know, they have big butts and stuff like that. So the stuff eats. It still looks like a thong, even though it's not Uh a thong, you know? And I'm like, oh, wow, this is amazing. So I had reviews and and raving, raving, like, feedback. Uh, uh, Amazing. The Triple X Playground girls, the ring girls, the ring girls. So, I mean, you know, we had the ring cards and, and we killed it. So now we're doing the ring, We're doing the boxing shows with the X Playground ring girls. And so my whole thing was like every fight, they're going to wear a different color scheme because if you've been on the website and if you haven't, please go. It's triplexplayground.com and look under the apparel. You'll see that whatever apparel you like, you can click on the image and it'll open up the product page and it'll show you that it comes in 20 different colors. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a 20 different color scheme for each SKU. So that gives it like 20 skews within a SKU. Uh, that being said, there's over 3,000 uh, items, 3,000 SKUs of apparel right now just on the triple X Playground line. And so that became, it took like a life of its own. I didn't expect it. And um, the models love the clothes. Everyone who has purchased the clothes love it. And uh, I just look forward to develop that line organically if it's meant to be. But what I create is communication tools and communication products and services. The clothes are an aftermath. I'm not trying to downplay it, but I'm just being realistic of what it is. Yeah. You know, in our business, we always need swag to promote our brand. Yeah. And that's initially what it started. But when I tell you, you're not my swag is just as competitive as the swag, if not better than the swag of these multi-billion dollar companies and million dollar companies. I just received their swag and I'm like, I'm putting it neck and neck and I'm like, holy cow.
1: So I have to tell you funny, the um the leggings that you had sent, the bottoms mm-hmm. that they're the active wear, um, yeah. red and black, all themes works perfectly for me because those are my colors too. Those things mm. were so fucking comfortable, like yeah. so comfortable. I could Thank I you. was just so pleased when I wore them. You know, I, yeah. I wore them at fusion parties for my setup and everything, so I can try and get some
2: I saw you know, that
1: shots in with like setup and stuff yeah. like that. Um, But it was great. I mean, legit, like, they were very airy. They didn't feel heavy, but they were warm. Like, it was, everything about them was was so great. I really love them.
2: Thank you. Yeah. And to date, I've been promoting the woman's line. But I haven't done a photo shoot for the male line and and anything like that. I'm actually wearing it right now. I'm going to stand up real quick just to give you a a sneak peek or a glimpse of, I mean, I'm in my home, but this is a shirt. So I have my skew on there.
0: Mm-hmm. It
2: says uh TXP on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And that's all that the shirt says. But if you see the pants, the shorts,
0: it's oh, the silhouettes on the game.
2: Them. You see that? Uh, Triple X shorts. So I have the shorts on. It's I need like to swimming.
1: sell them by my boutique.
2: These are super cool. This is these are the sw- male swimming trunks. And I wore these at the pool party. Um two days ago, I, no, yesterday, when, whenever it was, at the Why Not pool yeah. party at the, at the W, and everyone was like, what is that? So they took pictures of it and everything. But yeah, I have a full line of male apparel too, tank tops, underwear, the underwear are sick.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I am surprised at the quality of the underwear, because I am so critical with underwear. Um, they're super, super well-made. Mm-hmm. Super well made, and I and I was blown away by them. Um, I gotta send you uh, for, for for Spencer. I gotta send you some other way. They're super. I'm telling you, they're he super hot.
1: Anywhere. You send so, them everywhere. You can send them. And yeah, look. I I, I kind
2: of <laughs> don't either, but I wear mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to wear yeah. these. Send them, and I'll get some photos and stuff. They look
2: like speedos. They're hot. I'm yeah. telling you, they're hot, and they also come in twenty different colors. So. Yeah, I'm going to start promoting the line more, you know. But like I said, you know, uh, one thing you have to, in business, you can't come off like you're all over the place because people don't take you serious. They don't want to invest in you. They don't want to invest time in you or or money because they feel like he's all over the place or she's all over the place. So you have to compartmentalize and just move one skew at a time. Uh, Someone who really left an impression on me when I was on my hiatus, if you will, uh, by the name of Chris Fanazo, who actually was the founder of Ara Pastel, uh uh and then sold it for like six hundred and fifty million or something like that. And then he's just doing fantastic right now. He's always doing fantastic. He uh he told me, he said, your company is going to blow up. But one thing you have to remember because you're so robust with your idea like you you, and then your presence is so strong because he's he's being honest to me he said look this is what you have to do pretend you're looking at a spiral and start from the center your first skew your first product that's that first circle work that until there's nothing left to work Market it in every way you can then move to the next one that's your next skew and so on and so on that's how you build an enterprise. Yeah, you know, if you want to build a brand, but it's not going to go anywhere, then you throw it all out there and, and see what sticks. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. But when you do it one skew at a time, people are going to take you serious. You're going to be more focused. And it's like anything else. If you if you're the jack of all trades, you're the master of none. But if you do something and you do it well, and you put your passion and your drive and consistency, you will succeed in anything you do. Mm-hmm. And when he said that to me. I was like, I got to follow this man's lead because this man is a success. Even though he's sitting here doing 10 years, he knows what the hell he's talking about. He's super successful. And I'm like, you know what? I have to do this because I never want to come back here again. Right. And uh, I beat the recidivism rate. You know what I mean? I did. I took a cognitive behavioral course that was two years long. I failed the first time. I got thrown out after eight months as I was on compound time at that time. And, Then I just, I grew up, I was like, enough, enough. And I said, you know what? And I took it serious. And it's the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. It changed my life. It humbled me. It taught me how to prioritize and separate my wants from my needs, how to really keep my ego in check at all times and, um, and really value people and just value life and freedom Uh, most of us don't understand how precious freedom is you know freedom is the most precious thing in the world um when it's taken away from you and you're not even called by your name anymore and you're considered as a number it it, it's so degrading yeah it's so painful and uh i went through a lot of that and i lost everything and i regained my life and i i'm building my life back up and You know, always keeping my integrity. And that's what Triple X Playground is. That's who I am. That's who Jack Polo is. You know, I'm a person who I I persevere. You know, I've danced with the devil, man, many times. And I I beat all these adversities. But I'm still, there's more to come, I'm sure. And I'm here and I'm ready. I'm ready to fight the fight. And I really believe in what I do. I believe in my brand and my company. I believe in myself. You know, that's who I am. So, and I'm a very open-minded person and I love everybody. I don't, you know, uh, I'm not homophobic. I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't care about that stuff. You know, I I grew up in a club scene in New York City. So the club scene is predominantly gay. You know what I mean? But I was never gay. I watched some people that I knew for years that weren't gay, that dated girls that I knew. Years later, they're gay. And I'm like, okay, it is what it is you know what i mean it doesn't matter uh to me uh i was just into the music the music was my thing and uh you know i learned a lot from everybody from all walks of life you know and it's in my book and one day i'll put it out but i just don't want to put it out just yet yeah um but you guys will see about that but uh yeah man that's what it is maybe i'm going a little off topic but
1: well, no, I think that this was a really great way to kind of end the snapshot of, well, it wasn't a snapshot, but give an insight to who you are. What I am going to do when this airs is attach your ASN article to it. And also we'll have all the website information. So at least, you know, because we didn't go so in depth as to what the article completely covered also, like there's still some more in there that the audience mm-hmm. can learn of you. And I really mm-hmm. want to make sure that we highlight and, and connect everything for them. Um. So, with that being said, give them where they can find you, whether it's your social media, your websites, whatever that would be for you.
2: Well, first and foremost, if you want to buy any, uh, if you're interested in purchasing any of my products, uh, you can go directly to That's triplexplayground.com. That's triplexplaygroun dot com, and uh, my social media so my uh the main page is triple underscore x underscore playground um and there's triple x radio and there's x line activewear. that's that's instagram and then uh twitter is uh triple x play g r n d so you i ran out of characters so yeah, i had once to you abbreviate. Triple, yeah right. You,
1: right, limit- yeah
2: you, you'll see it but it's triple X playground for the most part uh, on any platform. I'm even on Tumblr. <laughs> no one's on Tumblr anymore.
1: I posted I, I, like, I posted post Tumblr, Tumblr, but Tumblr. I don't know how to get on there. It's so funny. Yeah,
2: it's weird. They don't have a uh, great customer service, but I like I like Tumblr. Yeah. You know. I get a lot of infam- um, ideas from there.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, and actually I did a lot of research on there and I learned a lot. A great a, a great deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's so yeah. great. Well, I'm so yeah. happy that you joined me as a guest. And I'm really looking forward to the conversations that are going to be coming up with you some of them are going to be what your thoughts are of the swingers lifestyle since you know like that's my side of it. (laughs) I wanted to get like a male perspective of of that we are going to talk in depth about whether or not you, you know, have troubles with communication and how to overcome that. There are some other topics, but those are some of the highlights that will be coming up in the next couple of weeks. And, of course, if you have any questions at all and you want to hear us talk about anything further, email me at mizzybender at Outlook.com. Be sure to subscribe to my website, mizzybender.com, for all the latest and greatest morning shows that are put out there, as well as shows that we're going to attend and who knows what else is out there. So until next time, you guys, we'll talk to you super soon.
2: Bye, everyone.